0: Gambo, Arizona sports, the local sports leader.
1: Welcome back. It is the Burns and Gambo show here on Arizona sports, the local sports leader, flagship home of the Phoenix Suns, who continue to be busy, busy, busy. And joining us right now on the Arizona sports line, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Matt Ishbia, here on the Burns and Gambo show. Matt, good afternoon to you. Welcome back. And thanks for coming on, man.
0: Oh, Thanks for having me. Hope you guys are doing great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's great to talk with you, especially with all the things that are going on right now involving the Suns and the Mercury. I want to start with something that I think was near and dear to your heart, and that was getting these basketball games for the Suns and the Mercury in front of as many faces as possible. You were able to strike this deal with great television, now close to 3 million fans in Arizona are going to have access to watch the Suns and the Mercury games for free. How important was this to you? It was a
2: huge thing. And so it was 3 million households, not just 3 million fans. So even more fans, every hotel, all the rest everywhere will have the games. It was so important because hearing fans that couldn't watch our games because A, they couldn't afford it. B, they were blacked out for some reason. C, they didn't have access, they didn't know how to find the games. Simplifying it, getting your product, our team, not my team, our team, out to all of our fans is the biggest no-brainer of all. So getting it out to everyone for free was a huge, huge thing. When I found out there was a Small chance you could do it. That was 100% of the focus and the effort, and I'm um, so excited that it's finally done. The Mercury are already out there live, but the Suns, every game will be out there, um, and I'm, I'm, I know the fans are appreciative and happy. I'm excited about it. It was a big, big deal, and I hopefully it changes the sports landscape landscape where other owners follow because it's the right thing to do for the fans. might not be the right financial thing to do in some situations but it's the right thing to do and that's our job as
0: stewards of the organization yeah you know me and burns were talking about this the other day we've heard from so many friends friends that are like now i can watch the games without blackouts without restrictions so absolutely people are very excited about that let me get to the next one Uh, it was just announced that phoenix is going to be the host city for the 2024 WNBA All-Star Game. So it'll be the third time that the event is in Phoenix. It was there in 2000, now in 2014, and now you will have it in 2024. That's a great thing for the Mercury, and it's great for just the city of Phoenix and the state of Arizona. Yeah, this going
2: to be a great event. It's going to be so fun. I actually was just at the WNBA All-Star Game in Las Vegas, Um, on Saturday, and so I got a chance to see how they did it, and we're going to blow it out in a big way, the way Phoenix does everything. And so a big thing sending the message that Phoenix is a basketball city that, you know, hopefully a destination for not only fans but players, as we talked about, but also just our community is amazing. And so showcasing our community, bringing the best women basketball players in the country, in the world, to our location for a great exhibition, a great game. The WNBA All-Star games would be a lot of fun. We're going to make it a great event for the community, for the fans, and so that was a really big thing for our team that we worked on uh, to make that happen for our fans, and so we're excited.
0: So I'll just ask you straight out: Are you are you working on uh, the NBA All-Star game? It's been a while since the Suns have hosted. Is that something that you're you know currently working on with the commissioner? Well, I love the WNBA. And I
2: love the NBA, so I, I I probably don't have too many different goals on either. We won't win championships. we want to bring all-star games. And so a short way of saying, I, yes, I am, but it's not as uh, – there's nothing done yet. But we're always working on things. I love the NBA and WNBA. We'd love to get an NBA all-star game here one day, but those are booked up years in advance, so it's a little harder. Um, but, you know, at some point we'd love to bring the WNBA and the NBA all-star game, but we got the WNBA one right now.
1: Suns owner Matt HB, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show on this Monday. Matt, if I could, I want to ask you a little bit about the basketball team and, and kind of the way it's structured. With all the acquisitions of multiple second-round draft picks and with the roster moves, it has led some to wonder whether you guys are done currently right now as you anticipate the season in a couple of months or if there is another move or two left in you before the season starts. How would you, how would you answer that question? Is there something else that you guys are planning on doing? You know, I, I
2: think our, our roster is phenomenal. I think our coaching staff is phenomenal. I love our players. I think we have a championship-caliber team as it stands right now. So with that being said, I don't, I don't forecast or predict any other moves. But with that being said, that could change tomorrow. A certain phone call comes in, someone che- like So we're always open to improving the roster. But we love our team right now. And, uh, you know, I think that the team that we have out there um, meets as is, is well exceeds what we even had hoped. Uh, after the season ended, um, the way it did it, it, against Denver, and so we're really excited about what we've got. We've got many superstars. We've got great roster. Uh, you know, of course we added Beal. Of course we still have DeAndre Ayton, and we have other stars there. But of course Durant and Booker, the superstars, like all these guys together, along with a really deep bench, uh, which people didn't think we were going to have. Right, a, a lot of shooters, which we have that we didn't have. Like we have a really good team, and so right now I feel great about it. I would not anticipate any uh, any other significant change or any really other changes at all uh, going forward. But things can happen, and so I can never say never. We also have one extra roster spot, which is important, I believe, uh, going forward. So we'll we'll, we'll hopefully. Continue to enhance, but I feel great about who we are right
1: now. Uh, Under the assumption all the roster moves are, are, as they've been reported, are accurate and correct, it it leaves you, in a sense, without a quote-unquote traditional point guard. Is that something that you and the front office is comfortable with? And then kind of a two-part question. It's been reported that the the leader in the clubhouse, for lack of a better way of putting it, to be the point guard on this team is Bradley Beal. That report kind of came out over the weekend. On both of those topics, how do you feel about the current state of your point guard room right now, Matt?
2: Well, so Coach Frank Vogel will figure out who the point guards are and who the shooting guards are and the power forwards and center. Like he'll, he'll 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 pick each position and figure out what's best with him with his great coaching staff. And so that's really not my place. However, the way the roster's constructed, we feel excellent about exactly what it is. Now I'm a point guard. I'm a as true point guard as they come. And the game's evolved a little bit, and so. People like me in the point guard position, it's a little different. You got a 24 second shot clock. You're going to be getting the ball and running. I think Coach Frank Vogel loves the transition. We got a lot of great ability to rebound and take the ball. Beal can handle the ball. Booker can handle the ball. Durant can handle the ball. Along with, we've got some great guys too uh, Jordan Goodwin and, of course, uh, Eric Gordon, who's a, who can play the 1 2. And so we have more than enough ball handlers. That's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not the right, it's someone thinking, you know. You know, generations ago, the way they're thinking about basketball—that's not how it works right now. We're getting the ball and running, um, and we think that's one of the strengths of our team is transition and a lot of ball handlers, a lot of playmakers, and so we want the ball in Brad Beal, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker's hands as much as possible, um, and so having a. A true point guard, if that's your question, out there uh, is less relevant for our team than maybe most teams.
0: Matt, in, uh, right before free agency started, I spoke with a lot of owners, uh, GMs, coaches, players around the league. And they kept said the, the one thing they kept saying to me is, I'm really worried about Phoenix. I'm like, why? They're going to get all the top veteran uh, minimum guys. They're all going to want to go to Phoenix. And that was a theme that I had over and over again that this was going to be the destination. I heard it from other teams, I heard it from other players. that. That this is going to be a place, and you did it. I mean, the, the players that you were able to, to get, the length you added, the three point shooting, the younger players are you surprised at all at the success you guys had with the veteran minimum players?
2: No, I'm not surprised at all. I'm excited about it. You know, I, so give credit to James Jones, Josh Barlstein, Coach Frank Vogel, and even some of our players, you know, that would help recruit some of these guys, too. Everyone, everyone's it's a team game. Everyone's got to play their role. I got to play my role. And so I'm not surprised. Uh, I'm excited about it. You know, some of these things don't fall your way. Some things do fall your way. But we had a plan. We had a strategy. And we executed it. And like I said, I give credit to all those other guys I mentioned a second ago because they all had parts of it. You know, and, and I think the team we have out there is superior to what people, people thought we have. I think if you look you know, person to person and uh, you know, player to player, like, I feel like we have a, a better shot, a better roster, a better deeper roster, um, a lot of upside, a lot of three-point shooting compared to last year, and what we're trying to do is be better than we were last year. We, of course, want to win a championship. As you guys all know, that's the that's the goal, that's success. But being better than last year is the first step because we didn't win a championship last year. So I think we're better than last year, and now how good are we? We're going to figure it out, and we have a whole training camp and a whole season to work and gel together with Coach Frank Vogel and his his ideas and schemes along with his great coaching staff. So I feel great about it.
0: The philosophy you took was a lot different than what other people thought. A lot of fans thought you guys were going to go for the veteran, older players that have been in the league forever. You guys went younger. You went younger, more athletic, more size, more athleticism, more speed. I'm sure that was by design. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what a lot of people think,
2: oh, you get a, you know, a lot of people call it a, you know, a super team with these three superstars. And like I guess I think DeAndre is a superstar too, but let's just call it the way everyone wants to talk about that and then say, oh, then just throw in a bunch of older vets that are 35, 36, 37 years old that want are our, our ring-chasing. That's not what we're looking for. We want, to, we want to, oh, great players that are in their prime of their career that can showcase themselves and, and, and earn a role on a championship roster. And uh, that was very enticing to all the guys. You know, all the guys that we signed, you know, that we went through. You know, Kata Bates, Fiat, you got Utah, You know, you got a lot of these guys. Of course, Eric Gordon's a little on the older side compared to those guys. But he's a super, superstar. I love Eric Gordon. He's a great player. He's going to be a great fit for us. But even though thinking about like, Drew Eubanks, like people don't know these guys. I'm telling you, these guys are great players. I'm not going to name them all. But, you know, we, of course, got some like guys like Kogi and Damian and Lee Back. But I'm just telling you, not going for the 34, 36, 37-year-olds, um, was a strategy because we, we want young, athletic, long shooters that can rebound and defend and support, you know, Brad, Kevin, and Devin out there. Um, and that was a big focus, and I think we did a great job of
1: that. Matt Ishby, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Matt, this is the last one for me. Um, your Your first five months on the job, six months on the job owning this team have been among the most noteworthy and newsworthy, maybe in the history of the NBA, certainly among professional sports. You've been busy since acquiring this team in mid-February. How do you feel the league has reacted to you? How do you feel the other owners have reacted to your clearly very aggressive brand and style of owning this basketball team?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I love it. So hopefully people can feel my passion. I'm a fan. I'm one of you guys. I'm out there. Like, I'm, and my job is to help deliver a championship and a competitive team and a fun team to watch. And so that's what I'm focused on. I'm not really focused on what other owners or what people have done in the past. It's new owners, oh, new owners got to wait and think about it and discuss it. They don't want to make too many moves. Like that's not what got me to be successful in my mortgage business. That's not what's going to get me successful in anything I do. I care about every detail. I want to win at everything I do. I'm extremely passionate I'm all in. I'm in the weeds. and At the same time, I'm empowering people like James and Josh and Frank and all these people to do their jobs. And so I love it. I'm having the best time. Um, I love our team. Hopefully the fans and everyone watching and listening to seeing what we're doing, um, love what we're doing and are, are excited about the team. We're going to put out there because I know the players are super excited. The leadership, the coaches, the executives, we're all super excited. Everyone in Phoenix is super excited. So Hopefully the fans are ready to roll, and I know I'm ready for a training camp to start so we can get into the season.
0: Me too. Let's go. Uh, one of the things yeah. i got to ask you about is this: the, the G League team. The, the Sons are the only team not operating a G League team. Now, a couple of months ago, the commissioner of the G League, Sharif Abdur-Rahim, kind of hinted that there's motivation with you. He said, I think there's motivation with the new ownership to have a G League team. Is there any update at all on that? That that won't be something you'll be talking about in a week or two. How about
2: that? I can (laughs) promise you that. So that's all I'll say is that you know we believe in developing young players. We don't have a G League team. We don't plan on that happening long term. And in the very near future, hopefully, we'll be able to officially announce a different strategy on that. But we believe in. uh, Right now, you have the three two-way players. So we have some benefits already, but just not the G League team ourselves. Um, and and that's something that we plan on changing, we, and I've talked about that before. But it's not done yet, but we do plan on that, and hopefully you won't be asking that question much longer because <laughs> we're going to continue to invest in our team, invest in our future, and a G League team is important.
1: Matt, as always, we appreciate the time. Thank you for coming on for a few minutes, letting us pick your brain. We look forward to talking to you sometime very soon, okay?
2: Hey, thanks a lot. Have a good one, guys. You got it. Thanks, Matt.